Ladies and gentlemen, All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas welcomes you to All Saints Coffee Chats. Are we live? We are... Is it working? Probably live. If you can see us, wave. Give us a thumbs up. Anybody? <laughs> okay, we're definitely live now. We can't see you. You know, sometimes we need to walk by faith and not by sight. That is very true. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Thanks true. for joining us. Isn't there supposed to be snazzy music? There is not, supposed to be snazzy music. <laughs> we appreciate yeah, your patience out. as we work through we'll some technical difficulties here at All Saints. <laughs> We're, We're glad us. you're joining us for our um, six, six, episode six, six yeah, probably. Think so. um, of I Coffee so. Chat. Yeah. So thank you again for your patience, Only those just jumping on. away from 100. <laughs> that is true. The journey of the 100 miles starts with a single step. That is true. That this, is true. This is our sixth step. So our sixth step on this 100 so miles journey. So far, our first trip and face plant into the ground is trying to get things <laughs> to work today. But hey, you get back up. And you keep on walking. And you keep yeah. going. So you you get, just to give everybody a quick kind of how we do this. We have a DSLR camera, a Canon camera that you would take normal pictures with, with lens. And Andrew and I had to work to try to get it to, to function. And it's um, hanging upside down, literally, on a speaker stand. Tied by a, it's it's a mess, <laughs> and for some reason today everything just stopped working on us, and so we are filming all of us on one laptop uh, camera right now. So if things are a little different, or if audio uh, audio should be fine, should we be got that to work. Yeah, but okay. yeah, yeah. It's but been it, a if the video is a little blurry, that's why. Yep. But honestly, Paul, I'll say it, like it looks like a mess, but. And I'm talking about the DSLR camera. Uh, it, it might look like a mess, but one man's mess is another man's modern piece of art. Oh, no. It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely like hard. everybody that sees it, they're like, I don't even understand, but I'm just impressed. And, and yeah, I mean, before we were doing this, it was literally hanging on a guitar stand with a microphone stand Ooh, and about yeah, 10 rubber bands. Dude, that's be you um, need to, so you need to submit that to the D Paul, yeah. you need to submit it to the DMA. Like, yeah. <laughs> get yeah. some money for that. That's, Innovation. Right. Innovation. So, uh, thank you for joining us today. We're sorry for starting out about 15 minutes late. We will, we will be with you uh, 15 minutes past 12. Uh, to be fair to our, our full hour, we want to so introduce nice. ourselves and our guest. That way our guest gets their full amount of time as well. So, I'm Paul Bianchi. I'm our Director of Youth, Young Adult, and Family Ministry here at All Saints. Hi, I'm Chelsea Colomb. I'm the Director of High School Youth Ministry and Confirmation. And I'm Andrew Darling. I'm the director of Junior High Youth Ministry and Faith Formation here at All Saints. And my name is Adam Carr. I'm your, I'm tonight's special guest. Yeah, today's. Today's, today's special guest. Today's we show. made it to uh, tonight. tonight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a today's show, not the tonight show. My bad. Uh, <laughs> but I'm today's guest. Um, I'm currently the director of youth ministry over at St. Michael's Catholic Church in Lake Jackson, Texas. Lake Jackson is down in the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston. And famously, Lake Jackson is where Bucky's started. That's right. Today's show is brought to us by Bucky's. Uh, uh, unofficially sponsored. Yeah. Unofficially sponsored. Yes. Um, they contribute. Yes. yes. 
Between Adam's shirt and the beaver nuggets that you see laid out on the table before you, yes, uh, all Bucky's all the time. And I need to specify, because uh, y'all probably can't see it from that camera, but this Bucky shirt is a Lake Jackson specific one that says "Home of the Original." Yeah, just does so not say know. "Home of the Best." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Bucky. Um, <laughs> please. Please still like us. Yeah, still like us. My my kids have a Bucky's pillow. They love sleeping on it. Yep. Oh, that Bucky's pillow. Yes. Do they I share had, the Bucky's so, pillow? Yeah. I always forget something. One thing every time I go on oh, the yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah. And thank goodness there's a Bucky's on the way. I've bought like Bucky shirts, Bucky's towels, Bucky pillows. Bucky, I think you have a Bucky Probably blanket. Bucky toothbrush. I got somewhere. this belt on Bucky's on the way to last retreat. There you go. Yeah, Bucky's is. is dude, dude, my four hundred one k is through Bucky's. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, well, Adam, we're glad that you're with us. We so the way these usually go for those of you who haven't joined us, we usually have a few questions uh, that we we asks all ask all of our guests and then we invite you to ask questions as well so anything that you uh, want to know about the Catholic faith um, this week we're talking a little bit about uh, the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary and so if you have questions about those things we'll do our best to answer those for you um, but we like to start off every uh, every episode <laughs> all six of them uh, with, with a couple of, um, you know, our softball questions before we get into the real good stuff that they ask. And then last week we started the lightning round, which is where we, we try to make people cry by asking questions. Um, good luck. So, yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. Um, so my first question for you would be, as a youth minister down in the Diocese of Galveston, Houston, what, what led you to getting involved in youth ministry? What was, what's... How did Jesus kind of pull you into that direction? The Holy Spirit moved you that way. Right. So um, growing up, I was definitely a youth ministry kid. Um, the youth ministry at my local parish actually started when I was a junior in high school. And since my family, my family's home is pretty close to our home parish, like my mom basically volunteered me to go and help out. Uh, especially since there's a lot of furniture moving and I was a, well, I still am a strong lad, but now I'm a strong man. Uh, <laughs> but then I was a strong lad, so I would help move furniture and whatnot. And I became really involved with the youth ministry and really, you know, embraced it fully. Um, whenever it came time for me to go to college, I came up here to the Dallas area and I attended the University of Texas at Dallas and I studied uh, arts and technology, which is a fancy way of saying I studied video game design. Um, I did my undergraduate and grad school there, and while I was there, I got really involved in the Catholic ministry uh, up at UTD. Shout out to Newman Catholic Ministry, and I became an officer there eventually, and through that, I learned lots of valuable life lessons about, you know, just uh, working with different groups of people and ministering to your peers. Um, after I graduated with my undergraduate degree in grad school, I was no longer um, an officer for Newman. So uh, I was looking for the next sort of thing to do. And I remember I was at, um, I was in adoration. Specifically, I was at an exalt. But uh, I was in adoration at exalt. And, you know, I was asking God, like, God, what is it that I should do? Because, like, Newman's not cutting it anymore. Mm. Like, what do I do? And... I uh, just slowly through that night, he just kind of revealed to me like, hey, I've been equipping you 
to go and serve and I go check out the youth ministry at All Saints because I was a parishioner at All Saints being a part of uh, Newman Catholic ministry. So um, luckily, one of the core team members for the youth ministry was there at Exalt. So I asked her about it and she was like, yeah, yeah, come on down. And uh, I eventually emailed Paul and he got back to me in a month and a half. <laughs> that is a true story. I, I, that is true. <laughs> and uh, I basically came in and I introduced myself because I had never met Paul before this. So, you know, just introduced myself and I got to know him and the junior high youth minister at the time. And I beat them in Smash Brothers, so they let me join. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then after that, I started as a core team member here at All Saints. And uh, it's a really weird time to join a youth ministry in the middle of April. Yeah. But... Uh, that gave me basically joining in April helped me get ready to really hit the ground running in summer because I had at least some connections with the teams by then and uh, over the course in the next two and a half years I was a prominent member here as a core team member and like regularly the thing I look forward to the most every single week were the youth ministry events that we would do here you know be it the Bible study on Wednesdays or the life nights on uh, Sunday, now called Illuminate because, yeah. God forbid, we call it nightlife. No more nightlife. No more nightlife. But, I mean, nice. just through the community here, because um, I made friends with the core team members as well, uh, you know, I filled, fulfilled the community aspect. And then also just being able to serve here, that's really what opened the door. And I remember the thing that really did it uh, for me was – I was working uh, the junior high um, confirmation retreat. Uh, and at that time, my outlook for work was that my contract was coming to an end. Uh, whenever I graduated, I started work in an animation studio as a production coordinator. And the way jobs work in the entertainment industry is it's all contract based, right? If there's no movie to work on, then they don't keep on the staff. And I was looking at my prospects and it's, you know, I could see the I could see the end of the road there at that place. So I was looking at my next prospects, and I was just kind of grappling with, you know, what is going to be the next thing. You know, I tried staying in the entertainment industry as best I could, but you know, nothing was really fitting, right? Because um, the entertainment industry is pretty spread out in Texas. Well, not just Texas, in the in the whole U.S. And I wanted to try and stay in Texas, and it just didn't seem like it was going to work. And I remember at um, at that confirmation retreat, we were doing adoration near the end, you know, again, good things happen in adoration, right? And I just felt like such this overwhelming joy and peace of being there helping out with the retreat that like the answer became clear as day is just like, I need to start applying for youth ministry jobs. And that's what I ended up doing. So over the course of the next six months or so, I was sending out my application for entertainment industry stuff and youth ministry stuff at the same time. And eventually, one caught. And now I'm the youth minister down at St. Michael's in Lake Jackson. And of course, I left details out, but you know, that, those are the important notes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that that's great. I, I think it's so important for people to be open. You know, last week we had somebody that had asked the question to Allie Hoffman of how do you get into to youth ministry? And we, we talked a little bit about it. And, and I think the biggest thing is have an open mind. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I don't know very youth ministers who have degrees in youth ministry. I don't know. I don't know very youth, youth ministers ministry. either, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it's 
It's a, it's a always important thing to be open to where God is calling you to be. So, uh, my next question for you would be: Now you're down in the Houston area. I know you're a big sports fan. Um, you don't need to drink water before this question. It might just make you spit. Out. It's, so, it's going to be a long one. I'm preparing. It's a, okay. Well, if it's going to be long, maybe we'll save it to the end. <laughs> Knowing you're a big sports fan, question for you about Houston sports team. Which team is more likely to bring home a championship in, well, who will do it quicker, the Texans or the Rockets? So, I'm not going to speak for the Rockets because I don't follow basketball. <laughs> I, so, so, then it's I, obvious. So, I can't, I can't say. And honestly, if I was going to be... If I was going to be completely real, I think the team that's going to bring home a championship next is going to be the Astros again. Yeah, yeah. All right. And as long as I say that knowing everything, baseball. like look up your baseball <laughs> stuff. The Astros weren't the only cheaters. <laughs> Looking at you, Yankees fans. We all know what came out this last week. Nobody's talking about it, but we know. We know. We know. We know what's going on. The baseball Illuminati is real. I'm just letting you guys know. <laughs> That is as tinfoil hat as I get when it comes to sports. <laughs> but uh, I will say, being a Texans fan, I think, is really good for redemptive suffering. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. <laughs> especially this past offseason, it's been a very rough one. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we lost our dearest wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, to uh, what some people would call an act of epic pettiness. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see what the team is going to look like next year. I think it's one of those things where the members – that we have on the team, this the athletes we have, if they perform to the level that they're capable, like will be like par for the course is you know round two of the playoffs, yeah. like it always has been. But where therein lies the issue is that I feel like our ceiling is round two of the playoffs. So we shall see. Yeah. But uh, I I love the Texans. I love them to death. But man, it is rough sometimes. <laughs> Bill O'Brien. No That's name. All I gotta say. <laughs> no name is hated more in Houston than Bill O'Brien. Uh, all right. So back to more serious matters. Do you have a a favorite saint? I do. I do. I have lots of favorite saints, but the the ones that I would point out the most are a the archangels, but b and really I should have said this first. Uh, saint Joseph is my favorite saint by a mile. He's like patron of so many things yeah. and he's so low-key yeah you know um doesn't talk, talk a lot yeah exactly i really love like my favorite quote in scripture of saint joseph is it's, it's profound yes <laughs> it's <laughs> profound it's profound yep. uh yeah but um saint joseph's great just the devotions folks have had to him for centuries um the you know the dignity that he has mm -hmm. in the heavenly court just it's all really awesome. Um, I'll probably have a chance to talk more about St. Joseph later because I tend to bring him up as often as I can. Yeah. But like one of the hallmarks of St. Joseph is that he's just Loki. He's like, I'm going to do my simple duty well and not make a big deal about it. Even though like of all of the men and all of humanity, he was the one who was trusted to be the father or the foster father of our Lord. Yeah. I, I, so no big deal. <laughs> right, right. No, I... Man, see, I'm wearing my St. Joseph socks. Hey! It's funny because... Shout the, out, sacrilegious. This, yeah. This week, we've got, you know, the, so Friday and Saturday, we have the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. 
and that's it. Like we we leave out like it's, so it's beautiful. So the the chaste heart of it's, Saint Joseph. It's interesting that you mentioned that. We might discuss it later. Beautiful, right? And it it's is. got the lily, and, and it's I mean it's just so powerful, and yet. Um, <laughs> just kind of gets brushed aside and, and it's so true that it's like the one man deemed to be able mm -hmm. to watch over Mary and Jesus never said a single thing in, in all of recorded our scripture, records, right? right? In, in recorded scripture and yet, you know, he, he has titles like the protector of the holy family and the terror of demons. Heck and yeah, terror of demons. Terror of demons is terror my favorite because it's like any any demon who dared approach the attempting to tempt Jesus or Mary big had to go nope. to Joseph first, and mm -hmm. it's like big old they nope. never made it because nope. yeah. So um, Saint Joseph has got a big place in my heart as well. So, do you have a, a favorite scripture passage? I do. I do. I do. My favorite is uh, Psalm twenty-three, verse four. Mm -hmm. uh, you may have heard it at the last funeral you went to. Uh, <laughs> I, I put it pretty glibly, but uh, it's the one that goes: "Though I may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me." Mm -hmm. um, I found that scripture verse really powerful at a time whenever I struggled a lot with courage, and. You know, what's more courageous than looking death in the face and saying, I'm not afraid? Um, and so, there you go. Yeah. I think that's so profound, right? We, we know that Jesus, when he's dying on the cross, um, is he goes through so many of the Psalms, mm -hmm. you know? And when, when he cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Everybody's like, oh my goodness, Jesus is talking about abandonment. And it's like, no, he's quoting back to the Psalms. And in those Psalms, what he's talking about is that, like, I'm going to stare death in the face, and I'm going to say, I'm not afraid of you anymore. And I'm going to undo all of these things. And so I think the Psalms are so beautiful in that way, and that, you know, obviously Jesus' knowledge of Scripture, um, to be able to go back and quote. And I think so many times we get wrapped oh, yeah. up in just what the words are right there without understanding the context. Right, which, um, you know, I want to shout out my Spotify algorithm because, like, the sort of <laughs> the sort of indie Christian stuff that comes up, so many of those songs are just based off of the Psalms. Like, yeah. whenever I see a song title and then, like, in parentheses, Psalm, whatever number, I kind of get pumped because, like, yeah. this song is probably going to be good. Yeah, no, and, uh, absolutely. And then I hear the 500th version of Be Thou My Vision. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Andrew made fun of my Spotify playlist yesterday. Oh, really? Kind of a, I was kind of a I would... sarcastic, <laughs> passive-aggressive way. It was great. I'll verify later. <laughs> I was playing a Lecrae playlist. Okay. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Christian rapper. Playing, notorious G.O.D. And so, <laughs> as it's playing, Don't spin Andrew it goes, I had to leave to go to a meeting, and Andrew goes, I hope I can find a Spotify playlist as good as yours. And I was like, dude, <laughs> you don't have to do that. <laughs> A little, a little hurtful. Yeah. A little hurtful. For the record, it was like one of Spotify's playlists, so I did find it. But <laughs> yeah, no, it, wasn't, it definitely wasn't my own playlist. It was right. like Play Lecrae Channel or something yeah. like that. Yeah, this is so, Lecrae. Yeah, yeah this, this is, that's what it was. This that is Lecrae. Yeah. So, is he like Strawberry but with low battery? Uh, or is that no? I'm sorry, that's, that's Lacroix. Lacroix. That's Lacroix. <laughs> I get the two mixed that's up all Lacroix. the time. It's like so yeah. silly of me. One's a rapper and one's a fizzy drink. <laughs> yeah, so slightly different. It, it happens all the time, guys. Yeah. Yeah, don't, Sorry, hate, don't hate on LaCroix. <laughs> 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 don't hate on LaCroix either. 
I struck right, a nerve. You can apparently. hit on Lecrae. <laughs> I mean, you can. I'm not going to. Is, is your favorite flavor of Lacroix like lime, but like transported next to a crate of limes? Yeah. No. Somebody thinking about strawberries. No. <laughs> That's my favorite flavor. Usually, like um, pomplemousse, just because I like to say the word pomplemousse. What, yeah. What is that? So what Grape they do fruit? is they take a pomegranate and a mousse and they put it in a drink. Okay. What is blueberry acai? Like, what is an acai? It's a pie. No, it's well, a acai berry. A kai berry. <laughs> okay, so it's a type of berry. Yeah, it's, it's a berry. berry okay, I'll yeah. just call it a hipster berry from now on. Yeah, uh, hipster berry actually works pretty well for anything right. that's Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor of Lacroix are you drinking? Hipster berry. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, not wait not a minute, that's not specific enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which one? Do you have the slightest idea how little that narrows it down? <laughs> <laughs> do you call Lacroix by the color of the can, like you do Kool-Aid flavors? Kinda, and what flavor yeah. Kool-Aid are you drinking? Red. Red. <laughs> what color of Lacroix are you drinking? Slightly off white red. <laughs> so it's off off white with pink sparkles. Ah, pumple moose. <laughs> what hipster berry? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the good old hipster berry. I had that conversation with a, my brother or somebody the other day. Like they were going to get Gatorade. I was like, get me one of the blue ones. Yes. And they're like, not not the dark blue ones. The light blue ones. The one. light blue ones. <laughs> it's like. You know what I mean. He got, what he got exactly what you yeah. wanted. Because yeah. then it's like light blue, or it's purple, or it's right. dark blue, or it's, or it's red, red or, or orange, or yellow, or yeah. green. Yeah. It's white blue flavor. Yes. That's how I describe my favorite flavor of Gatorade. Yeah. I like the yellow one. Yeah, the yellow one, the yellow, red one. Yellow Gatorade or yellow pirate? No, the Gatorade. Yellow, the yellow the Gatorade. Gatorade. I really like purple Gatorade if you ever get the chance, but they really don't make the Gatorade light purple. purple or the dark purple. Uh, dark dark purple is the grape one. I yeah, like the light purple. Dude, grape flavored is, stuff is like the best. Is less grape? <laughs> I don't grape know is what great, the light okay? one is. Favorite childhood drinks out there? Go. <laughs> and what color are they? So, anybody, anybody favorite, remember favorite the Ghostbusters Favorite childhood drink is the blood of Christ. No. Ah, what about the, the little, like, uh, was it cool, the Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid jammers the with the little pop yeah. top? The little, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the little plastic one. bottles? My mom never bought me those. That's uh, because she Catherine says... <laughs> Uh, you know, I was gonna say. Our number like that one too. fan says, "I love Lacroix, you haters." Yeah, well, now she's our number two fan. <laughs> Hopefully, Catherine. that doesn't change your love for us, Catherine. No. We didn't say anything about whether or not we loved or hated Lacroix. All we said is, "So Jesus." So, so Jesus. Uh, moving on. And, uh, um, well, it may look like a glitch, but it was meant that way. Um, <laughs> it's just so yeah, okay, so we've got the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and we've got some lovely candles on display here that mm-hmm. show you what the Sacred Heart of Jesus looks like. If you can't see them, um, Jesus, Jesus Mary. Mary. Yep, and they're perfumed. They smell scented. good. I went to Sacred Heart of Jesus school. Hey. Did you? Yeah. I did. I go to Sacred Heart Bookstore. Shout out. Man, I miss Sacred Heart Bookstore. Here's, here is our Sacred Third Heart of again. Jesus. Shout out, Sacred Heart of Jesus. I did, I did find a Christian bookstore in Lake Jackson right there. recently, though. That was pretty good. I got my nephew. Catherine said uh, she's leaving and she's taking Catherine says, questions Ouch. with her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out and taking my questions with me. Catherine, we, we asked Sorry. that you um, do the, the good Christian thing and forgive those who have trespassed against you. Hey, Catherine, um, I will still have a cake. Anyway. I will still have a cake for you soon. I promise. Yeah. Let me know the next time yeah. we will um, encounter each other. Sweet. So... What were you guys? Uh, Sacred Heart of Jesus. What do you, what do you guys? What do you got? All right. Well, you know, for impromptu questions, it's a good thing I have a note on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's always, it is always good to have notes on your phone in case people ask you questions about the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Absolutely, that is a good plan. So, Sacred Heart, like the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, is something that like 
I've heard about, and you know, obviously, church, lots of churches are named after the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Um, one of my fellow youth minister friends goes is the youth minister at a church called Sacred Heart of Jesus in Manville. Shout outs to you, James. Uh, but uh, you know, like here, and we're like, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and I like whenever you ask me about like, hey, talk about the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I remember thinking to myself, like, what does it even mean to have a devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus? So I looked into it, and one of the things I like doing is looking into the history. So in about the year 1600 or so, there was a nun who received an apparition of Jesus. And in that apparition, Jesus divulged about the devotion of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And in that, he listed 12 things, 12 promises, that if you maintain the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, um, he'll grant you in the next life. I'm not going to list them all out because I didn't want to type them all on my note. Uh, and, I, and I wasn't using my phone whenever I was Google searching stuff about the Sacred Heart of Jesus, so I would have had to... So yep. anyway, the highlights of those are promises for um, peace, mercy, and a good death, as well as instructions on how to um, do the Sacred Heart devotion. But I thought the coolest thing was uh, whenever I was reading into it, you know, I... I had the thought, you know, like, what does it mean to really, like, have a heart like Jesus does? And my first thought was, you know, like, the thought or the way Jesus loves is it's a passionate love for the world, right? It's the sort of passionate love that you would die for because he literally died for us. And that was my initial thought whenever you asked me the question. And... I looked online and sure enough, that's the that's the correct answer, right? That was like one of the first things. The devotion of the Sacred Heart of Jesus is about loving the church as Jesus loved in order to die for the church. So if you're somebody who is struggling with love for the church or love for Christendom or God's creation, the Sacred Heart of Jesus devotion is for you, right? Whereas the Immaculate Heart devotion is about being able to love Christ himself right? Because that's how Mary loves. Mary loves with the heart of a mother, and she loved her son so much so that she felt his pain, right? And that's what the devotion to the Sacred Heart will get, or to the Immaculate Heart, rather, will get you. It'll get you more love for Christ, as well as Mary being your advocate in heaven, which, um, if I'm being silly, I'll say that Mary is our avocado, because she's our advocate. (laughs) (laughs) So you're I welcome. appreciate that you you're, you're now that by saying by being silly. Yes. <laughs> because if somebody took that seriously, please call us. <laughs> we will help. Adam won't be here to answer questions. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, good luck to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> but Barry um, is our avocado. Barry yeah. is our avocado. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, Ouch. yeah. I'm just like I love giving you guys so many zingers. You're welcome. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, we appreciate you we being appreciate the butt that. of all our jokes. You know, uh, um, hipster berry and avocados. Let's yeah, go. Hipster berry um, and avocado. And of course, the images of the Sacred Heart and the Immaculate Heart are pretty well known, right? The image of the Sacred Heart is like the heart on fire with the thorns around mm-hmm. it and the spear piercing its side, mm-hmm. right? That's the image of the Sacred Heart. Whereas the image of the Immaculate Heart is one of um, roses. Roses. Yes, roses. Because Mary does roses. And again, it's on fire, but it also has a sword piercing it because Mm. Mary felt Jesus' pain. 
And it's funny that you mentioned the Chase Hardy Joseph because I was planning on talking about it too. Yeah. So I I think it's no coincidence that Father's Day is this Sunday as well, right? And uh, for those of you who do not know, uh, the devotion to the Chase Hardy Joseph is actually a pretty recent devotion, right? Uh, it was revealed in the 1990s in Brazil, of all places. And right now it's considered an apparition that's worthy of belief by uh, the ordinary of Brazil. So the bishops of Brazil say, you know, this is a legit thing. It fits all the criteria. This is good to worship. Yeah. Um, my understanding is the Vatican will do a more thorough investigation whenever some time passes and they have enough of a collection of data mm -hmm. to give their final approval. But for the time being, it's worthy of belief. And in those apparitions, St. Joseph revealed to um, the visionary uh, what the devotion to the chaste heart of Joseph will do. So the devotion to the chaste heart will grant you chastity and purity, mm -hmm. right? Because those are the hallmarks of Joseph. It is the chaste life. And it is through these that you will come to love God and his creation more as well. And specifically, um, he also promises a good death, kind of like similar to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, but again, St. Joseph is the patron of having a good death or a peaceful death, so that was an additional promise uh, put out there. I can share an article with you that goes through the devotion to the Chaste Heart of Joseph as well as the apparition pretty well. Uh, National Catholic Register wrote about it a few years back, mm -hmm. and it's, you know, like the one article I keep referring back to from yeah. them. No offense to National Catholic Register, it's just, you know, headlines are headlines. Yeah. You keep scrolling on the Facebook. Well, uh, we can post that into the video afterwards, mm -hmm. that article. I do think it's it's interesting. So the, the Sacred Heart of Jesus points us to the love and relationship that we have with the church and with neighbor. Mm -hmm. And you have the fire, right? And you can even look through scripture in Luke twelve forty nine, where it says, I've come to set the world on fire. Now I wish we were already ablaze. Oh, yeah. It's not just... The passion but it's also the division that it's going to cause and that you know when we truly love people I think what happens is that so often people get wrapped up in the mindset of everything's got to be mushy mm -hmm. and romantic love and all of that whereas love and, and willing the good of the other person the way Thomas Aquinas describes it is how you should be interacting with everyone yeah you know and I think it's it's beautiful that in you also have the pure side it shows the blood flowing that that christ was willing to pay the price of his blood for the church and so we have have that relationship and mary's the, so the fire is for the love the passion that she had for our lord mm -hmm. and it points us back to that as well and you have the the swords that pierce the heart mm -hmm. of the sorrow that she felt um and the roses that in, in, encapsulate all of that and and you have so much of what mary's heart shows us is pointing us back to a relationship with Christ and Christ's heart is pointing us back to a relationship with the church and then you have Joseph who is pointing us to a holy life that would lead us to both of those things as well right they lead us to Mary who leads us to Jesus who leads us to a relationship with the church mm -hmm. and that you have because of the amount of symbolism that's in each one of these visions and the 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 way the prayers are formed with all of these and the promises that are, are kept in all of these things that you have so much that just leads us through our own lives right like we're constantly struggling to be pure in what we're doing mm -hmm. you know we're constantly inter going to Mary for intercession to lead us to Christ and we're constantly looking to Christ to show us how to be a model 
of that purity. You know, so it's this it's this beautiful cycle um, that we get through through these images. Um, my my wife last year on Father's Day uh, blessed me with a, a beautiful painting or pictures of that I have in the office of the the Sacred Heart and the Immaculate Heart and the Chaste Heart. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I honestly I hadn't seen much about the image of uh, Joseph's Chaste Heart until probably last year. I think we were at a conference when one of the speakers was wearing a T-shirt. That had it on there. Oh yeah, that's right. And we were trying to figure out. We we're like, what is that? Is that? Like, that's right. such a weird looking. And what was that, Jason Everett? I, I don't remember if it was Jason. I think it was Jason Everett. Yeah, yeah. But he he was uh, you know chastity, chase heart. Yeah, kind of goes absolutely. Crazy. That would go well with Jason. Jason, if you're watching, if you want to send us a picture, yeah. Shout out, um, shout out to Jason. Um, but yeah, so we saw it and we knew that it was like the sacred. I like to think the he's watching. It, right, we knew the image of it going. We all know what this kind of looks like, but none of us have ever seen this before. Yeah, and it's the um, and it's the image of the flaming heart covered the, in lilies. Lilies, yeah, mm-hmm. and the lilies and yes. the it's beautiful. Um, yeah, I went and bought it as soon as I saw it. I was like, oh, this is good for sale. So, um, yeah, we've been tagging folks on. <laughs> yeah. As we, as we bring Chris, something up, Everett, who, I tagged you know, them. I tagged sock religious, giving them a shout out. Might so. as well. Yeah, did you tag Bucky's too? Um, oh, I do not. Uh, we're um, we're still, tagging still our future buddy. sponsors. Yeah. Um, you should support these folks. But we have no, um, we get no kickback currently, um, yep. so we have no connection to them. I like However, you said um, <laughs> someday we're getting there. Like episode, episode one hundred, someone's gonna have pity on us <laughs> and support that way. Yeah, we will have some sponsor in the future. <laughs> Maybe it'll be um. Us. What's, what's our place? Jerem's? Jerem's, we, Last yes, week we Jerem's. were trying to get Jerem's what, to sponsor what's, us. What's Jerem's? We love your donuts and your cronuts. Oh, the, donut the, the donut shop. The donut place, they're yeah. Good. They're very good. Tagging, such good tagging all these places. Oh Can you tag Jerem's? <laughs> so we, we, uh, we, had, we had the croissant donuts. Ah, croissants. And they, uh, they had like a little bit of a line through them, almost as if they were, so I sliced it open and put bacon in it. For, and it was... It was muy bueno. Um, Innovation can be beautiful. Yeah. yeah Jerem's like. Donuts is located on Preston. Um. <laughs> <laughs> for the best quality yeah. donuts for an affordable price. LaCroix, we love you if you're watching. Um, also, LaCroix, if you're watching. Um, whoever's watching, we love you as well. We love all of you. We yeah. are grateful for your support. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, I think we'll we'll post that article, and I I think we can give you guys a couple links on different prayers for the Immaculate Heart Mm -hmm. and the the Sacred Heart. Again, those are our feasts that are coming up this week, uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, And then Sunday's Father's Day. And then Sunday is Father's Day, so of course you want to throw St. Joseph into that. Mm -hmm. Um, Might as well. model. He's not going to throw himself in. No, he, no, he's he not. He will very humbly humble. sit back. Too, much Too humble. He's like, I'm good, just being low key. Yeah, I, I, man, Saint Joseph. I know what a, what guy. a guy. What a guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, we got any questions coming yeah. in? Yeah, you got the lightning round ready for me? I'm ready. We got, we got to work up to that. I'm we got to work up to the lightning <laughs> round. I'm ready. Look, if I'm um, not, if I'm not leaving here in tears, then you guys aren't doing it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there may be tears of laughter. Is the that's because that's there probably how it's going to Tends to be how things go. With Legally, you. that counts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not making people cry in that time right now. Yeah, Adam, so I guess how long has it been now since you moved down to? 
It has been six months. Has it been six months? It has been six um, months. January. I I started the first Monday of January this year. Okay, so you're finally kind of kind of settling in, mm-hmm. um, somewhat I would think. Um, talk to us a little bit about transition. Like, how's oh, that been yeah. for you in in transitioning from Dallas down to Houston, Lake Jackson area? Mm-hmm. Um, right. And what um, what advice would you have for anybody that's transitioning to mm-hmm. a new place, new job? Right. Okay. So, um, so I was blessed in that um, I'm able to live with my parents at the moment. Uh, so I commute from my parents' home in Hitchcock to Lake Jackson, which is about a 45 minute commute, which is about what I was doing when I was living up here, working downtown. So yeah, about the same. Just the difference is I'm moving the whole time instead of waiting in traffic. Yes. So take your pick there. Uh, so luckily, I have a support network already there. Um, so I, I would say for those who are going through transitions, you know, try to find a community whenever you go down there. Cause I didn't just hang out at home the whole time. I sought out the young adult <laughs> ministries that were in the area, um, both in the area near my parents and in the area near Lake Jackson. And I found a young adult community that's pretty close to Lake Jackson, um, that I really resonate with. And they're a bunch of cool folks, not going to lie. Uh, that's one aspect but the other aspect is keep in touch with the important people from where you left behind um i still keep in touch with folks up here in dallas i'll like i mean you guys know i'll chime in every now and then mm-hmm. in the old group me uh but with some of my other friends you know like say the folks over at the saint mark's young adult ministry like i hang out with them still like they do on tuesday nights uh since the pandemic started they do movie nights online and like we'll screen share through discord which by the way Shout outs to Discord. It is a very strong software. I know that it was primarily made so gamers could do gaming things. Yes. But for <laughs> but if you want to use it for like non-communication, it is like Slack, but better because you could also do video calling in inside in of Discord, it. Discord, yeah. Yes, it is really good. Just get Discord, guys. No, um, no, uh, shout outs to Discord. Uh, <laughs> uh, We're starting to sound desperate. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> keep up with the important people you left behind. It doesn't yeah. need to be an everyday sort of thing. And find folks that you can hang out with every day um, and make new connections. Because as far as I'm concerned, it's not like I left my family, my Dallas family behind. It's just my family family grew bigger because now I have this other group that I'm a part of and I still have all my friends up here yeah yeah I think I think those things are important for anybody who's transitioning in any way right for, for college students that may be transitioning into uh, young adult life uh, young adult life or high school students transitioning into college or junior high students transitioning into high school right like you you you've got to find a community of like-minded people mm-hmm. and um, you know I think the easiest way to do that for like a junior high to high school or elementary to junior high is your youth groups and then the young adult ministries or campus ministries as you transition to the next phase and then young adult ministries. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's such an important thing to stay connected with, with the churches and the communities that they're able to provide you with um, for sure for, for anyone who's transitioning. And then the other thing is is just don't forget what you've left behind and, and, yeah. and how it's, you know, I've, I've always... My my youth minister said to me when I ended up transitioning to another parish at one point in time is I was not leaving the community, but I was growing the family. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that's yeah. Somebody said that to me whenever I left. Yeah, I I remember <laughs> being part of that conversation. conversation. <laughs> part of that, that conversation. Um, but yeah, I, I mean that's the, that's the thing about it, and, and I say the same thing for our high school kids that transitioned into college. College, yeah. In the in mm-hmm. the past, when we've been able to get together um, for different things, is it like you, you're not leaving your All Saints community. You're growing your Catholic family. Um, and I think that's such, such an important thing to remember is that, you know, because the Catholic Church is universal, there's never just one home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I've got I've got thousands and hundreds of thousands of places that I can call home just by being Catholic. Heck um, yeah, you do. Being part of that family. So, God, I love Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> no, Jesus is great. <laughs> right. He's easy to love. Yeah, it's true. Yes. It's true. He, he only died for us. He all, that's all. <laughs> he also resurrected. Oh, that's true. For us. That's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 Open the gates of heaven. That's right. More lightning round. Somebody named Sandra says hi, Justin. Hello, hi, Sandra. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're sponsored by, sponsored by, uh, what's the that's, church you drive? St. Patrick Catholic Church, Rogers, <laughs> Louisiana. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we are Diocese of Rogers. Uh, weren't your mother, Chelsea? What a lady. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're now a, a, yeah, so Ken Alamo is back in the States, so we're no longer an international program. Aw, man, um, Ken, you're killing us that's, here. That's okay. We, we are still represented across the country now. Hey. Because we got people in Louisiana that are starting to watch. Mm-hmm. So. We are, we are in. National. Uh, That's right. We yeah, have a nationally syndicated morning show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Just Mom, for helping us out there. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. We, uh, what else? Good, what else? Good, what else? <laughs> Chelsea's reading something. We're trying to. Yeah. We're trying to. So, because of the problems we were having with different software things. I think we're trying to decipher where questions are going. And That's no. understandable. I yeah. mean, I could talk about other things. Guys, the PS5 looks pretty <laughs> good. Right. But, man, I'm not sure where that's going to fit in my game room because that yeah. thing is like an ionic breeze in the corner, basically. <laughs> you know, one of those oscillating tower fans. We got, we got one over there. Oh, yeah. Not a PS5. I was like, I was about to say, you got a PS5 early yeah. and didn't tell me? Come on. Well, so Sony's one of our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> They sent us an early version of the PS5. They did, they did. They did. Although I will say, like... We are not desperate for sponsors, we promise. <laughs> like, but also. I, I think the hardware looks fine, I like the tech stuff, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not hyped on the games yet. I'm going to wait for them to really, like, yeah. come into their own and yeah, have a little more games. Will. Spider-Man looks really good. Yeah. I, I like the Miles Morales expansion that they're doing. I think... I, I, I Spider-Man think was one of my favorite games that has come out on the PS4 yeah. console. Yeah. And it, it's it, really, really good. The last few years have been great. And, yeah, I'm... We can talk video games <laughs> for a whole hour. Um, Paul, who do you think is going to be the next character in Smash? Oh, yeah. Uh, the arms guy. Well, not arms besides guy. arms. Okay, this has killed me forever. You and I have talked about this. I, I like want missing. them to bring Sephiroth. Yeah, that's right. From Final because, Fantasy. Okay. I think they need... Well, I don't know if they actually need because more sword I'm not going there. characters. Because I, they have I say more sword all of Fire Emblem, but I don't care. Yeah. Those folks who say that there are too many sword boys, question. like, whatever. I'm going to go if here. a character's fine, a character's fine. Uh, yeah, and I, I mean, of course, my, my boy, Little Mac. So I was excited to see they were bringing an arms character. Oh, yeah, for sure. for sure. This is a great, this is a great question for Tracy today. asked. Uh, I don't know if there's other questions that are popping yeah. up, but I saw a question in the queue from Tracy. Yeah. Um, before we go there, um, great question from Eva talking about... Um, 
converting to the Catholic faith. Mm -hmm. Um, we are super excited, um, that you are in discernment. Um, Eva, shoot me an email, um, or shoot one of us an email. Um, and we would be happy to, um, kind of have that conversation with you through the transition, um, for you as you graduate from high school, congratulations, um, and are starting, um, I guess the intent is to go off to college, um, in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend Catholicism. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, shout out to the shoot one of us Church, an email or even group me message. Um, and we will start that conversation with you. Yeah. Eva actually. So right now, uh, at the same time, oh, yeah. uh, Alexa Wattman is also watching, um, this, this chatter or she was on here earlier. Um, I would I would love to get you connected with her. When she was a senior in high school, she converted to Catholicism as well. Um, and I, I know that that's a story that, that we've shared, we've talked a lot about. We, we were able to witness um, her growing through our ministry programs into um, becoming Catholic and, and, you know, praise God for the Holy Spirit and, and taking control of all that. And Eva, you've been on retreat with us. And so, you know, we know that... Um, all Saints has been um, a factor in, in some of your faith development as well. Obviously, all credit, again, to the Holy Spirit. It's not something that, that we do, um, definitely not on our own. And so it's, it's very exciting to hear that you're ready to go through that process or have gone through that process. Going to. Um, going through. Going to. And, um, you know, any support that you need from us, uh, we, we are there for you. Um, and we can definitely get you connected with Alexa um, so that you guys can sit down and kind of talk about the challenges that she may have had through some of those transitions. Um, but yeah, she's a great resource mm-hmm. as well. Um, Alexa's actually the one that I was talking about at Bible study last night, if you remember that story. Yeah. I won't totally go into it. but So, um, so Tracy, who is, is one of our um, parishioners, she's got kids who are in the high school and junior high program mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. through RE. Um, She's asking the question of what do you think ministry, youth ministry will look like with the upcoming school year with the threat of COVID-19. And I, I know that we've talked a little bit about right. Dallas being a little bit more on the conservative side right now. Yes. With the openings, we did just get the bishop's decree that we're entering into phase three um, in the next couple weeks. Which Dude, means... I can't wait for ca- Catholicism Infinity War. It's going to be such a great <laughs> <laughs> As we go into the different phases of the, the Marvel Universe, I... Right, so um, COVID, COVID <laughs> is trying to be the, the infinity gauntlet and Dude, snap all of us. the corona but, is Thanos. Yeah. Thanos, this is a terrible, terrible I know analogy. This works. My apologies. Um, <laughs> so far down this rabbit hole, it's kind of funny. Um, but as the Captain America of the group, I will say, no. Uh, I, you know, it's a, that's an interesting question. And the hard part is that there are still so many different transitions that are happening. Um you know, we, we we have been able to, uh, in our ministry program, open up some of our normal things. Mm-hmm. So uh, every summer yeah. since Abraham's 15 time. years ago, right? Okay. Since, since I was Abraham's youth minister. Not um, Lincoln. Every summer, Not Lincoln. We, we have done a program, that, ever since I was in Houston, Breakfast of Champions, I brought it to every parish that I've gone to because I think it's such a great thing during the summertime to get the kids together. Um, and we had the honest conversation when all of this started that we were going to have to cancel all of our summer programming completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as things slowly started to open back up, we, we sat down and said, 
how do we do Breakfast of Champions? How do we make it happen? And so we've been able to do Breakfast of Champions the last couple of weeks out on the field. So we make all the food and put them in to-go containers with plasticware and everything and hand it directly to the students. We have cones out on the field of where they're able to sit and right. bring soccer balls out so that, you know, nobody's getting anybody else's germs and things like that. Right. Um, and honestly, like, it's been really good because the kids just love seeing each other. Seeing you know, each they other. go to mass, they they do that. And so, you know, I don't know exactly what things are going to look like in the fall, but I know that we have, we are planning in a few different ways. One of them is that. Let's do some outdoor things. Mm -hmm. let's, let's figure that out. Mm -hmm. um, we've gone down with tape measures to look at what Fellowship Hall would hold. And um, we know that we could get 75 kids in there pretty easily. Um, we can get 125 people out on the, the field. Um, so we have we have plans, but we also have to be realistic and know that um, if someone gets sick, what, what does that mean for our parish? You know, if it's a staff member, mm -hmm. it's going to have a very different effect than if it's a student or one of our volunteers. Um, I don't, have you guys, what are you guys planning for stuff down in Houston? Right. So I will caveat that uh, the... The pandemic restrictions down in the Houston Galveston Archdiocese are a lot looser than up here. Uh, I would say we've been in the equivalent of phase three for about a month and a half now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, I'll tell you how Infinity War is whenever we experience it down there. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, all that would have been prevented if they would have just let Hawkeye in the first movie. That's true. So just, true. The so only true. time Hawkeye didn't appear, the whole thing just went to. It's true. It's so true. But in, on a serious note, uh, a lot of one of the main things that, about youth ministry is it needs to be flexible by design because mm -hmm. things are constantly changing even when there yes. aren't pandemics, mm -hmm. right? Two years ago, TikTok was not a thing, and the idea of short and the idea of short videos was a was a relic of a bygone era because Vine got discontinued. Yeah, rest in peace, Vine. Right. Um, and that's one of the major social media platforms that teenagers use in these days, right? Um, as a result, we gotta be flexible. You know, what can we do within the rules we've been set up? Uh, I know what I've been doing because, you know, obviously summer stuff got canceled down in the Galveston Houston Archdiocese as well. One of the things I've been doing is I was like, okay, what can I do monthly that's a little bit of a larger event? What can I do weekly that's a little bit of a smaller, more regular thing? So right now we're still not allowed to have gatherings in person for um, catechesis or normal youth ministry event stuff. So what I've been doing is I've been doing Google Meet and uh, teaching lessons through that. Uh, specifically right now we're going through uh, Theology of the Body series for teens. And I've gotten a really positive response from that from the teens that have attended. You know, shout outs to you guys. Uh, we had our second, uh, we did week two last night. And, you know, we had a really interesting conversation. And honestly, it was just really refreshing, A, for me to see them, but B, for them to see us, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing that we're not just doing nothing in the midst of all this is huge. Yeah. And then monthly, uh, we've been doing a holy hour. Now, uh, my parish, whenever the restrictions first started, we moved our perpetual adoration from our small chapel to the main sanctuary of the church. And... Uh, the, what the main sanctuary allows is it allows people to spread out and maintain the social distance. So we kept people, um, we kept it where it was under 10 people in the room at one time, and they were all six feet apart, and they could still go in an adoration. 
So what we're doing now is once a month we have uh, a family holy hour that's sponsored by our youth ministry where like I'll go in and I'll do praise and worship music for about a half hour and then the other half hour is silent adoration and then we repose the blessed sacrament together. And that's a way for us to meet together in person. And, you know, if you look at those two events separately, one is a prayer event, the other one is um, a learning event. Those are two radically different types of youth ministry events. And I would be called as a youth minister to plan those sorts of events throughout the year, even if there wasn't a pandemic. Right. You know, the variety is the spice of life, as they say, right? Yes. Um, and basically, that's what it's going to be. It'll be different. It won't necessarily be bad. But ideally, um, I think that youth ministry is going to be better as a whole after all these restrictions are finally lifted. You know? Yeah. Because all the youth ministers would have just gotten a boot camp in time to adapt. Yeah, I think that that has been one of the things throughout the coronavirus that, that is... Um, you can see where uh, ministry programs have adapted mm-hmm. very quickly and where uh, some people have struggled a little bit more with that and it's so important to, to be supportive of the other ministries that are happening to help them uh, through all of that. I, I, I've watched as Chelsea and Andrew have done Bible study and Impact and Illuminate and a confirmation retreat and these videos that were it's so much uh, now. I had to and do a virtual so confirmation different. retreat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Three-hour virtual confirmation virtual retreat. confirmation retreat. And, you know, I, that was another one that was fun because... It was fun. I, had, I like, enjoyed it. I had a yeah. Tupperware bin stacked on top of two tables, stacked on top of, you know, with a camera and, like, nice. a post-it sheet of, of different things. And, you know, it, it's, it really is. It's like we, we've had to become so creative and inventive. But I, I think the probably the thing that I have seen from this that I'm most appreciative of is so our our jobs all changed March 1st yep with what Andrew, a time huh Andrew coming on time. to be the junior high minister and Chelsea taking over high school yeah, and you remember when there wasn't a pandemic family no all of these things and then 10 days later you have a pandemic and you know I, I my whole thing with family ministry with Father and Alphonse and I had been talking about this for months before all of these transitions happened. And when we were talking about it, the biggest thing was we want to empower families to start to take back catechesis. You know, when when a husband and a wife are blessed with children and they're baptizing those children, we say in those baptismal vows that you will be the first and best catechist to this child. Mm-hmm. You know, and youth ministry, I think, in a lot of places, and not always, becomes a drop-off system. You know, it's here, you watch my kids, you take care of this because I as a parent don't necessarily feel comfortable with it. And I'm, I'm speaking broadly here. I'm not right, speaking right. specifically of, of people, but, um, and you, you saw that so often. And yet now that all of these things have happened, I think parents have taken back some of the responsibility to form their children in the faith. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, I've gotten some emails from parents that are just like, hey, this, this is really hard stuff that we're trying to do and I'm like take a deep breath and and think about how you're learning all of these things together you know um, there will be youth ministry after the pandemic Mm -hmm. there is currently youth ministry during the pandemic but really this allows you as a family 
to, to take on some of those things and, and to use the, the us as resources, you know, to use um, you as a resource for your families at, in Lake Jackson and uh, for us to uh, provide resources to our families here. And, um, you know, we, we did online RE classes and Kathy's doing a hybrid uh, <laughs> vacation Bible school. Um, oh, yeah, drive through vacation Bible school. Drive through <laughs> vacation. You know, it's it's just it's a lot of. We actually uh, met with Father Alphonse yesterday. We're going to be planning a family picnic adoration night um, that that we'll That's do awesome. outdoors because we know that people still aren't comfortable coming in. So we're going to do a family style. Uh, we're going to do a family picnic style adoration night with praise and worship and, and um, speakers and uh, just to start to get people comfortable coming back. And doing it outdoors so they feel a little bit better. So, mm-hmm. so as we're uh, about to wrap up here, we're coming up right? on time. Oh, yeah. Do we want to hurry flies. and do a lightning round before we finish? Let's do. We our got a couple round. minutes left. Let's do our lightning round. Wait, that wasn't the lightning round. No, that was uh, not the lightning that round. Was, that ready? was the. the wait, All right, gotta time it. Wait, wait. Come you on. Time it. Yeah. Just All right. Not that I'm gonna never. Have you? You've got the questions. I've got the questions. Okay. And I've got the stopwatch. Okay. <laughs> you ready? About as ready as I can be. All right. All right. This is for Adam only. Are we going Adam, me, Andrew, you again? Yeah. Like oh, we yeah. did last week? Yeah. Okay. But this one's just for this Adam. This one's just for Adam. Okay. okay. Adam, would you rather have DeAndre Hopkins or David Johnson? What? <laughs> <laughs> Chris? I know that was you. Chris had something to do with it. You know what this answer is. It's D-Hop all the way. <laughs> Was it Chris? That was me. That was Paul. (laughs) Rude. All right, here we go. We're going to keep going because we have like 30 seconds. Here we go. Let's do it. Would you rather have a smell you can't get rid of or an itch you could never scratch? Ooh. (laughs) Smell. Smell, because it could be cinnamon rolls. Well, a nobody said what. The well, smell like you have a smell on you. Yeah, but maybe I. You can still be a good person. Hold on, go. Smell. Smell. Yeah. Would you rather be invisible? Or be able to read people's minds. Ooh. Go. Uh, invisible. Always invisible. Read people's minds. Yeah, I'm gonna read, read people's minds. I don't. Invisible. Know I don't want to know what people's <laughs> thinking. Yeah. Would you rather lose all of your memories from birth to now, Ooh. or lose your ability to make new long-term memories? Ouch! Yikes! Neither. That's, that's- <laughs> well, you gotta pick one. <laughs> Hurry quick! I, I guess I, I guess I, I'm gonna go the I'm gonna go the amnesia route because at least I can still remember stuff from now forward. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go long memories. I don't want any more long term memories. No, no, no like lose, losing memories from the past or making new ones yeah, or not making no new longer, ones. I, I guess make new ones. I don't know. I like some of the old ones. <laughs> yeah, I think I go with like not remembering anything up until now. Yeah. Because then I can still remember Make what I'm new doing memories, yeah. as it's happening. Yeah. Rather, would you rather take cold showers every morning or a burning hot bath? Cold showers. Cold shower. Burning hot bath. Cold showers. Cold showers, yeah. <laughs> who, wants to, who wants to bathe in a hot burning hot bath? I'm not a lobster. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, right. Like, would you rather food. have your me. shoes? Would you rather wear your shoes on the wrong feet or your pants backwards? Pants backwards. It'd be more convenient. Like, my wallet's right there. That's true. Okay? <laughs> that, you also could move your wallet to the front pocket if that's all your problems are. Um, but pants backwards. <laughs> that's right. You can do that now. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think pants. <laughs> shoes on the wrong feet. That would be so right. uncomfortable. Um, Plus, it's a good conversation starter. <laughs> okay, last one. Would you rather live every day with temperatures in the teens or temperatures in the 100s? 
Uh, I work with teens, so I'll go with teens. <laughs> I, I will also go with teens because my theory is you can always put you can more always on, put more on. You, but can't, you can't take, take some take, off. Yeah. So. And I like winter clothes better. Yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing. It's yeah. cold is, and yet we all live in Texas. And yet we, and we, we know are. which it's one of these hundred we right now. Too. Grass is greener on the other side. I yeah. guess. <laughs> was that the last question? That was the last okay. question. Oh, just shy of three minutes. Hey. Oh. Yeah, that was faster than last time. But I think we had less questions. That's true. So, Any more we need to wrap lightning? up. Lightning round. Paul, you want to... <laughs> Can we do a thunder round to come after lightning? <laughs> Paul, you want to close this in prayer here? Right? Uh, yeah, I, I would love to close in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We didn't even open in prayer, did we? No, we didn't. I guess uh, we we opened in technical Lord. difficulties. <laughs> That's true. We're sponsored by prayer. Um, dear God, we thank you for the gift of Adam, who was able to join us this week. We pray for our friends, uh, Rusty, and Caroline, who are getting married this weekend. Heck yeah, they are. Um, that they have a beautiful wedding and a beautiful marriage and a beautiful life together. Um, we pray, Lord God, for our church and uh, the leaders of our diocese and our parishes around the world and the tough decisions that they're having to make throughout this pandemic. Uh, we pray for people to love as Jesus loved um, and to never be afraid to go to Mary for her intercession to lead us closer to her son. We pray for all of the fathers and father figures out there uh, as we get ready for Father's Day and uh, ask for St. Joseph to intercede for all of us. And we ask all of this in your name. Amen. 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 All saints, pray, pray for, for us. us. We can do a thunder round. Bye, guys. Thunder round. Well, where's the other questions? Do we still That's have all of them. Uh, they're, I don't know, they're somewhere the, in the No, room. the old ones. I'll oh. get them on the couch. You're on the couch. On the back of the couch. If all anybody right, wants to stay, we're doing it's a thunder bonus round. round. Bonus we're doing the thunder round. Same ones we asked last week. In our bonus round, here we go as quickly as we can. Are we uh, all answering them? wonder if any of us are going to answer different differently. Uh, okay, sure. Ready to go. Would you rather be eight feet tall or three feet tall? Eight feet. Eight. I'm closer to that. Eight. <laughs> three feet. All Would you us, rather... All of us pick the one we're closest to. Yeah. Would you rather... <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love the thunder round. <laughs> Would you rather sleep with the lights on or shoes on? Lights. Yeah, I still gotta go lights on this. What if they're like slippers? It's not a debate. You okay, the fine. <laughs> lights. Lights. <laughs> Just answer the question. <laughs> Lights. Would you rather fly or be invisible? Fly. Fly. Wait, sorry, it's your turn. Invisible. Fly. I think I picked fly. Invisible. <laughs> Would you rather be stuck on no, a broken ski lift or in a broken elevator? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still going ski lift on this one. <laughs> ski, ski lift because the view is probably nice. Yeah, that's and true. There's probably snow below ski you. Ski lift. Yeah, like you can fall into a snow and Would you rather be an adult brain in a kid's body or a kid's brain in an adult body? Ooh, adult brain and kid's body. Yeah, I would go with Same. adult brain and kid's body. I'd be able Adam to... chose the opposite of what he really is. Wow, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would you good. rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? 20 minutes early. I already uh, knew that. 20 minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> No. Superman okay. or Batman? There's only one answer to this question. Yeah, that's true. And it is definitely... Batman. B Batman. <laughs> DC Batman. or Marvel? Marvel. Mm, depends on the circumstance. I'm going to assume, yeah. I'm gonna assume uh, movies, so we're going Marvel. Yeah, I would All say right. Batman and Marvel. <laughs> Batman or Marvel, then we're fine. Yeah, just... All right, last one. <laughs> Donuts or ice cream? Ice cream. Oh, ice cream. I've had two donuts right. already. We gotta uh, move on to our next thing. What? That's the end of the thing. <laughs> was, was like a... You said Batman last time. I will say Batman every time. <laughs> uh, 
That is not a debate. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I think he really likes that. Okay, really last one. Would you rather fight four 90-year-olds or 94-year-olds? <laughs> still going four 90-year-olds on this one. 94-year-olds. Just because I put my shoes on the right feet and my pants on backwards, I can still outrun them. <laughs> but that- Bye, guys. See you all next week. I can outrun them backwards. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>